Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another super fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very glad to be able to be with you all once again. have some sad news, though. This is the last episode, live episode anyway, that we recorded for 2020. But what that means is that the next live episode will be in 2021, and 2020 will be behind us. So yay for that. Uh, This episode is all about travel in 2021 and beyond. We spent some time looking at four different areas of kind of travel, theme parks, cruises, land tours, and all-inclusives. We also go over quite a bit of Disney news. I give you some sort of additional uh, travel philosophy, sort of my travel philosophy of Uh, how and why I plan and why I think for many it might be an okay idea to travel right now. So it's a fun episode, super informative, and I also give you all some more information about a current contest that I've been running, give you all a few updates on that, what I've been pursuing, this whole idea of booking 20 more trips in 2020. If you haven't heard about that, stay tuned until the end, or if you're listening in podcast land as you are since you're hearing this intro, feel free to forward, fast forward till the end to hear more about that. There may be an opportunity for you to win a gift card. So if you have any questions about traveling right now or in the future, we'll love to chat with you about that. Thank you so much for those of you that have tuned in to most of my episodes over 2020. If you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in to this episode and the ones to come. We hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is December the 15th, 2020. And our topic for tonight is travel in 2021 and beyond. Our question of the day is, what are you celebrating in 2021? As I was mentioning in the show intro just a few moments ago, uh, there's a lot to celebrate going into 2021. I know a lot of people that are going to be celebrating birthdays and anniversaries and honeymoons and you know graduations and job promotions and all those sorts of things. But, hey, 2020 will be behind us, right? <laughs> I kind of look at, I was telling somebody last night, I kind of look at 2021 as sort of a reset year in a lot of ways. And I was kind of you know, going through my conversation with my friends last night, kind of why I thought 2021 was going to be a reset year and this and that and all that. Turns out Bill Gates apparently came out with some article or something that basically said the same thing. So me and Bill Gates are apparently on the same page with a lot of this stuff. So, you know, I think for a lot of people that are to sort of intro tonight's conversation that are looking for an opportunity to travel, because that's what this whole podcast is about. Uh, 2021 will definitely have a lot of opportunities, but if you are looking for things to be quote unquote normal, how they were, you know, a year ago or so, then you will probably have to wait until 2022, more than likely, to see some of that. Uh, for you know various reasons, we won't get into a lot of that. But again, some of that's my own speculation. Anytime I speculate on this podcast, I will always be the first person to tell you that it's me speculating. I'm not like claiming fact or anything like that. But that's just kind of what my gut feeling is saying. But I will say, as we're going to talk about tonight, there are a lot of people that are prepared and that are ready to travel now. So before we get into that part of the conversation, though, let's talk about some Disney news because Disney has been releasing uh, you know, updates on their kind of operating protocols. They had an amazing, massive, massive programming announcement last week. 
I believe it was, almost a week ago, uh, where they're going to be releasing a slew of Disney Plus, new Disney Plus content, including the long-awaited Obi-Wan Kenobi series that I'm very excited about, some other animated series uh, that they're going to bring in, some other movies that they've talked about, some films that they've talked about, some other projects that they're working on. Um, they, and this was all done uh, during their kind of investor day uh, kind of call presentation uh, last week. And something very exciting to look at. There's all sorts of graphic the graphics that are out there about it. There have been a lot of conversations about a lot of the different shows and things that are going on. And I'm very, very, very excited about uh, a lot of the programming that is coming out, especially the Star Wars programming, because there is a lot of Star Wars programming coming down the pipeline. It's going to be fun. So on to the parks. There are three hotels that were announced today that they uh, will be will be will be reconfirmed one of them, uh, but two of the, two of them are new that they have announced some reopening dates. Uh, the first one is Disney's All Star Movies Resort, and we kind of already knew that Disney's All Star Movies was going to be reopening, uh, but they're going to be they're currently booking for arrivals beginning March 22nd. So again, All Star Movies booking for arrivals beginning March the 22nd. I've stayed in a preferred room at All Star Movies. They're very similar to some of the rooms that you would see at Pop Century. A great experience. I love staying at All Star Movies. It's over there close to the, kind of the Animal Kingdom end of Walt Disney World. So it's a great opportunity to get uh, have an awesome value stay. And the other two All Star resorts won't be open, so you won't have to worry about uh, the 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 bus situation. Some people known the know the All Stars are known for. You know, one bus will kind of go by all three resorts and. And it could take a little bit longer than normal, but uh, All-Star Movies, great resort. Love it. Have a blast staying there and would highly recommend All-Star Movies for you if you're thinking about staying in March or later. Disney's Beach Club Resort for arrivals beginning May the 30th is opening. So Beach Club Villas has been reopened for quite some time now. That is the DVC, the villa side of the resort. The the cash side so basically the the normal people side so just your standard rooms your regular preferred rooms and stuff like that that is going to be opening up as of june the 6th so uh, excuse me may the 30th i apologize so may the 30th um, we can begin booking for arrivals beginning that time and later disney's wilderness lodge will be uh open for booking for arrivals beginning june 6th and later so disney's wilderness lodge Great hotel, one of my favorite places to go and just visit. I mean, I love Geyser Point. They're kind of somewhat sort of quick service place. It's right out there on the water, right outside Wilderness Lodge. They have a great pool area. Um, they have, of course, the Whispering Canyon inside. Uh, it just it's a, it's a fun place to go. I love just going to visit Wilderness Lodge. I've never actually stayed at Wilderness Lodge, but I go there for the food. I go there for the ambiance. Just have to take a quick little boat over from Magic Kingdom, and you're there. It's a great place to go and hang out. Uh, back to Beach Club for a second. I'm going to be doing a Travel Tips Tuesday live, uh, possibly from Beach Club in January. So we're going on a very special trip. Um, that involves a certain Christmas present to a certain family and that uh, I happen to live with <laughs> and the kids don't know about it yet so shh, don't tell anybody um, but we're excited about that and I'm going to be doing a Travel Tips Tuesday live from Walt Disney World Resort at some point possibly Universal 
We'll see. Uh, it's also going to happen uh, kind of in conjunction with the Travelmation Retreat that's happening in January that I'm very excited about. Going to reconnect with some folks that I haven't seen in a while and get some awesome training under our belt and uh, look forward to the future and see what all is ahead for us. So excited about that opportunity in January. Last piece of Disney news for today is this. If you're familiar with the newest Star Wars attraction at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios called Rise of the Resistance, it has had a virtual queue pretty much since moment one, almost when it opened. And that virtual queue has kind of changed in how it's operated. Uh, it recently went from you know, two times when you have to be in the park, you have to open the app, you have to try to get a boarding group and all this, to uh, opening an opportunity at 7 a.m. for people that are in close proximity to Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, to be able to get a boarding group. Uh, so you didn't actually have to be in the park, but you did have to have a valid park ticket or annual pass and a valid park pass. So you can't just open up, try to get in, and kind of go about your day. You have to have a park ticket and a park pass to be able to get into the app and potentially have an opportunity to get your park, uh, to get your boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. So again, 7 a.m., uh, if you are staying, here's a little hack for you, if you are staying at a Disney Resort hotel and you are up at 7 a.m. and you are logged on to the Wi-Fi trying to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding group, log out of the Wi-Fi, turn your Wi-Fi off. The Disney Resort Hotel Wi-Fi will often slow your connection down and can actually prevent you from getting that coveted boarding group. I tell that to everybody. If you're in one of the parks, if you are for some reason in one of the parks, which right now they are not opening the parks up terribly early, they're even turning people around that try to get into the parking lot uh, too early. So, uh, But if for some reason you are there during one of these times, which has been, they have had the second moment at 2 p.m. at Disney's Hollywood Studios for guests that are there to try and get a boarding group. And it's a very much smaller likelihood that you would be able to get into a boarding group at that time. But if you are, again, if you are connected to Wi-Fi, find a spot, like say over where um, the Little Mermaid attraction is, the, the Disney Junior Dance Show, where all that kind of stuff is, where there's not a lot going on. Uh, there's, a, there's a relaxation station over in that area where you can take off your, mat, you know, your facial covering and stuff like that. If you're over in that area where there's not a lot of people, you know, that, that's a great place to go to try and get your secure your boarding group, boarding group because the, if you're going to connect to Wi-Fi, uh, also the, the cell reception will probably be a little bit clearer, clearer in that area as well. As of December the 20th, as of December the 20th, Disney is changing the timing of the uh, boarding group process for Rise of the Resistance. They will still have the 7 a.m. time for anybody that's in close proximity to Disney's Hollywood Studios, again, with that valid ticket or annual pass and your park pass to be able to go into your My Disney experience and secure that boarding room as of 7 a.m. But they're moving that 2 p.m. time slot back to 1 p.m. So just be aware of that. If you're going to Walt Disney World December 20th and later, and you will be visiting Disney's Hollywood Studios for Rise of the Resistance, that second time slot, for which will in many cases be some of the backup boarding groups, uh, will not open or will open at 1 p.m., not 2 p.m. And there's been some speculation as to why this is happening. Uh, many people know that as of January 1st, park hopping will be brought back. And as of right now, what that's going to look like is park hopping will be happening after 2 p.m. From 2 p.m. until close 
all park capacity considerations you know, included. Also be aware that you do have to visit a first park that day with a park pass reservation. So just to make it clear to everybody that's going to be going to Disney's Hollywood Studios, you will not be able to park hop and get a reservation or a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. So please make that, just understand that if you're going, if you're going to try to, if you're thinking, okay, you know, I didn't get in, maybe I'll try to park up and, and get, you know, for Rise of the Resistance. You will not be able to do that. You still might be able to get in line for Smuggler's Run, uh, which is a Millennium Falcon ride. Great attraction. So uh, you can still do that. You can still see a lot of experience, a lot of what Galaxy's Edge has to offer, but Rise of the Resistance may not be in the card unless cards, unless you are able to get one of those coveted boarding groups uh, earlier on in the day with uh, in conjunction with that park pass reservation. So just be aware of that. If you have questions about that, if that's clear as mud, as we say in Mad Neck of the Woods, please let me know. We'd love to walk you through that and help make that a little bit more clear. So let's get into tonight's content. After a year like 2020, when so many plans have been canceled, rescheduled, canceled again, and modified in who knows how many ways, what does travel look like in 2021? Jeez, I'm going to take one more little sip of water here. So what does travel look like in 2021? And I've actually, instead of uh, writing out an outline, I've actually got somewhat of a manuscript. So if I'm looking down a little bit more than normal, I apologize. I'm still looking out for your comments. Please let me know that you're here. We'd love to hear your answer to your question. What are you celebrating in 2021? Because that is very important and very much has to do with tonight's conversation. So I can tell you that as a travel planner, I've been busier than I have ever been over the past couple of months. I know there's some other travel agents, Travelmation travel agents that watch this. I know there's some other travel agents with other travel agencies that tune into Travel Tips Tuesday sometimes. So I, you know, I don't know about y'all. I don't know about others that have been looking to plan trips just on their own. But there seems to be this huge desire for people to want to go and explore. Whether it's cabin fever, you're tired of sitting inside, you're tired of quarantining or whatever it is. You're wanting to go and do something, see somebody, explore the world that is out there, right? We're, we're tired of looking through screens as much as we have been over the past uh, several months. And we want to be around people. We want to see the world. We want to explore. I think there's something deep inside all of us, this sort of inner desire to explore uh, that that is just sort of innate in, in all human beings. You know, and yes, we have our, you know, our introverts and our extroverts and our homebodies and people that are, you know, that, that, that like to travel more so than others and don't really even have a, have a permanent home. But uh, I think there's this real inner desire in all of us. Um, and I can say that all the way back to when I was a kid and I've seen a lot of children, guys and girls alike, uh, just have this desire to want to go explore. Like when they move into a new place, they want to go explore that new house, explore that new neighborhoods. Uh, when I was a kid, we liked to go explore in the woods behind my parents' house, which the woods was probably like, you know, about the size of this office that I was in. But, you know, we would build forts. We would do all sorts of things and sort of form our own little stories and, and, and what we were doing, what we were up to. We would go on our bikes and, and, you know, go bike riding around the neighborhood and, you know, new, do a number of different things to kind of just explore the world around us. And the more I think about it, if we don't explore. We don't grow. If we don't explore, we don't grow. We can't experience new opportunities and create new memories if we don't explore, if we don't travel, if we don't get out there. If the United States did not send astronauts to the moon, 
our country would be a much, much different place than it is now. So many things. Yes, technology has influenced our world, and a lot of that has come from the space program in a number of you know, different ways to influence the world around us. But there's also that innate sense of, of, of needing to explore, that innate sense of, of awe and wonder that we all have. So for me, travel specifically is not just a thing to help create memories, but it's an opportunity to see what all is out there. New cultures, new places, histories that are different than yours, different than mine, languages that are unfamiliar, and so much more. Travel helps us grow and experience life and all that it has to offer. So what does travel look like in 2021? So we're going to kind of cover four major categories of travel. Uh, We're going to start off with theme parks because, hey, Disney podcast, right? So uh, we'll give uh, (laughs) give, uh, dues where it's due, I guess. Uh, As you may be well aware by now, Disney Parks, Universal, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, and many others have started their initial phases to reopen to business uh, as of this past summer. Um, for many of the resort theme park destinations, there's a lot to offer, a lot to experience. Again, food, entertainment, uh, you know, different types of attractions, but a lot of it looks different. And it's definitely in different circumstances. It's no secret that Disney, among others, has had to lay off tens of thousands of cast members. You know, multiple waves of layoffs kind of coming through the summer, affecting people that I know. And it's just hard. I mean, this is not just a a luxury for these people. This is their livelihood. This is their livelihood. And and it's one livelihood that in some cases is not easily replaced. And and some of this is due to the ongoing closures of of Disney's California parks and the ongoing effects of the pandemic in Florida, but also the rest of the world. Uh, you know, the, the pandemic looks different in different parts of, of, our, of the world, in our country. And, you know, there's this question out there that I hear people, that people ask me, and I hear other people talk about, and that question is this. Should you go to Disney now? Should you? Should you travel at all right now? And I think that depends. You know, I know people that have had... Uh, that have traveled themselves and also other agents that have had clients travel uh, and, and visit Disney and other destinations over the past five months, uh, you know, especially since some of the parks have reopened. And some of those folks are, you know, park veterans, people that go all the time and they've had a variety of experiences. But, you know, there are other, also other annual pass holders. Uh, there are people that have gone for the very first time. There are people that have gone to celebrate big wins in their life, overcoming huge obstacles. There are some that just needed a break and were determined determined to get out and go and do something. I myself went to Disney just last month, and I'm actually going again in January for the Travelmation Retreat, and I'm so, so excited about it um, to, to go with that. And I mentioned this you know, a few minutes ago as we were kind of kicking off. Uh, it's also going to be in conjunction with a big family trip to kind of celebrate, um, I guess, my 40th birthday in a way. It's a pre-40th birthday party. I won't turn 40 until May, but... This is, it's just the stars aligned. It worked out this way. Got some great flight deals on Southwest and, you know, family of six. And it's going to be awesome flying with four young kids in the middle of a pandemic. But anyway, uh, no, it's going to be great. We're going to, we're going to have fun and it's going to be an amazing trip. We're, we're genuinely very excited about this and our kids have no idea uh, that this trip is happening, which makes it all the more awesome of an experience. So is it possible to go to Disney World right now? Experience the magic? and make some amazing memories. I would say it's all about expectation, preparation, and flexibility. It's about expectation, preparation, and flexibility. 
now is a great time to go and grab deals. If you look at the deals that are out there and you compare the history of when certain promotions have been released for Disney and other travel destinations and the availability of said promotions, because normally the best deals sell out the fastest, now's a great time to think about uh, booking a trip. Maybe not now, but maybe, maybe further on in the future. Uh, Disney has offered promotions through this holiday season that are normally not available uh, just because it's typically a peak travel season and they don't need to, to offer discounted hotel stays. Uh, there are other offers right now all the way through spring break season, which is another peak travel season. Uh, usually, again, you won't see promotions during this time of the year. Uh, Disney wants people to come and enjoy the magic, and they want them to come and do so safely and responsibly. They are, th- th- they are very strict about their health and safety guidelines and have had numerous checks from various governing authorities for compliance in regards to guests and cast members. And those records of those kind of checks and visits and all that kind of stuff are public, uh, anywhere from Orange County to state authorities and others that have kind of come to visit and see what all they are doing. Honestly, and this is just me com- being completely honest here, I feel safer going to the Disney parks right now than I would going to my own local Walmart or grocery store because of the level of security, sanitiza- you know, sanitization, saying that word right, <laughs> uh, and, and other things they have set up from temperature checks and uh, you know social distancing markers and a number of different things. They are doing very, very well. They have specific people that are there to make sure you're maintaining their, their protocol uh, while, uh, while you're visiting their parks. And it sounds very hard. Those things sound very rigid. It's like, well, why would I want to go when, when all that stuff is going on? Again, they want people to come and enjoy the magic and do so safely and responsibly. Um, but, you know, so new rules, facial coverings, all of that. But there's a big yes. One thing, big yes, is the magic that is still there. You can still experience magic. You can still make incredible memories. And I say that not just speculating, because again, I'm honest. I will tell you when I'm speculating on something. I know people that have made lifelong memories over the past few months since the park parks have been reopened. So it is possible. But again, Proper expectation, proper preparation, flexibility, and being informed is hugely important. So moving on, let's talk about one other area of travel, and that is cruises. So cruises is probably, I would say, the hardest uh, impacted industry in kind of the whole travel universe. Uh, you know, the number of cruises that have had to be canceled and, and rescheduled and rescheduled and the, just the sheer impact it has had to, you know, national economies down to local economies and some of the smaller islands where many of these ships will, you know, make port. Uh, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's impacted a lot of people. And there are a lot of people whose travel dreams have, have been impacted as well. So where are we at now? Uh, the cruise lines are probably, like I said, the hardest hit industry. Uh, ships have been in the water, uh, sometimes but not sailing. Again, they kind of have to keep them moving to make sure they are functioning properly and do sort of you know basic system checks and whatnot. Uh, a lot of ships from different cruise lines have actually been in dry dock. At one point, all four Disney ships uh, that are currently in existence, the Magic, the Dream, uh, the Fantasy, and uh, the Wonder, were all in the same shipyard. I think it's somewhere in Europe, uh, kind of going, you know, basically being maintained, taken care of. Some of them have since left. Uh, and there are some that have actually made, made port back in the U.S. Uh, but 
a number of different things that are going on. Uh, you know, construction on newer ships has either been halted or delayed in a lot of cases. Um, you know, a lot of people have been watching for you know the different mandates from the CDC and other world you know health organizations and stuff. Uh, the CDC actually recently lifted their widespread cruise ban. Uh, cruise lines have still not all started sailing immediately because they want to do so responsibly. There's an organization known as CLIA, or the Cruise Line International Association, and they work with local and and national governing authorities worldwide, uh, various worldwide health organizations, and many major cruise lines. Uh, They have been been feverishly working on uh, different new health and safety protocols and guidelines to begin implementing across all major kind of, uh, you know, cruise lines and folks that are involved with the cruise line. So you think about the cruise lines specifically, the ones with the logos on the side of the ships that are in the water. But you also have to think about the sheer number of tour partners that exist on, you know, on land and all the different ports, uh, all the, you know, different shops and, and, and different things. So, you know, there are lots of different health and safety protocols. It's not just about the people that are going to be on the ships. Initially, it will be, you know, cruise lines can control um, their, they have more more control, I would say, uh, over, you know, say their private island experiences and whatnot. So my guess is you'll be seeing more sailings to some of those private island experiences initially before visiting many of the international ports, some of which that are, you know, that are still closed due to international kind of travel, you know, gridlock or closures right now because of the pandemic. So, um, See, we're worried. Sorry, I completely lost my place here. <laughs> yeah, the Cruise Line International Association uh, works with local and, local and national governing authorities, uh, worldwide uh, health organizations, many major cruise lines. Uh, they've begun forming and implementing new health and safety guidelines across all the cruise lines that are affiliated with their organization. And this is not just like Royal Caribbean and Carnival and Disney and some of the others. They have lots, lots and lots and lots of cruise lines that are affiliated with them. And they set an industry standard in many ways. Uh, I've been through some of the Cruise Line International Association or CLIA health and safety training, and I can tell you that even in normal circumstances, their health and safety guidelines and recommendations are very strict. Um, they follow a very cr- close protocol, and they want to respect where uh, all the different uh, ports of call are at in, in regards to their requirements for health and safety. Uh, they want to make sure that their employees, teammates, shipmates, cast members, and the like are also trained and ready and set up to, to go. Uh, the bottom line is that the cruise industry is itching to get back to sailing, and they know that they will have to do it in a way that will allow people to get back to work safely and guests. Uh, to have a safe and healthy experience, all while having a great experience, you know, enjoying themselves and making some amazing memories. Will it be different for a while? Yeah, probably, most likely. But like I said, for the theme parks, uh, be flexible, have realistic expectations, stay informed and prepare well. Just because, you know, you've been used to doing something a particular way for, you know, so long doesn't mean it won't come back. It may mean you have to do a little bit differently for a little while to enjoy it. And that's fine. And if it's not for you right now, that's okay too. No worries. So there's a lot of, a lot going on with the cruise lines. I can't wait to see uh, what's going to happen with them and how they're going to get people back to work, how they're going to get their ships, these beautiful, beautiful ships back in the water. 
Let's move on to all-inclusive. So uh, like many other destinations, all-inclusive resorts have drastically reduced capacity. So very, very similar situation there. They're not just allowing whoever wants to come to book their trips. They are limiting capacity for social distancing and all those kinds of things uh, to make sure that people are, can, can still have a health, you know, healthy and, and safe experience in their resorts. Uh, there are actually very few true all-inclusive resorts in the United States, and due to many international travel restrictions, it has been hard for some, especially from certain countries, to be able to visit certain spots in Mexico, the Caribbean, the Bahamas. Uh, many luxury, resor luxury resorts, like all-inclusive resorts, that is, uh, like Sandals and Beaches, Sandals being a luxury all-inclusive and Beaches being a family-oriented luxury all-inclusive, they have implemented uh, very strict health and safety protocols to continue to stay open, in some cases reopen, because not all of them are open right now. Some, you know, close to make sure they can get their ducks in a row to reopen uh, wisely. Uh, due to the limited capacity of many all-inclusive resorts, and their careful cleaning protocol, it's actually a great time to travel. If you're, if you're free and, and, and you're available uh, and you feel okay to do so. So again, this is not something I wanna press you into. I say it's a great time to go because again, they have ramped up their cleaning protocol. Uh, if you can get there safely, uh, I would I would definitely consider going. Uh, there's lots of availability. The deals are outstanding. Uh, this past uh, Thanksgiving weekend, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, wow. I mean, I saw some incredible deals at some of these uh, all-inclusive resorts, and uh, it's been amazing to see uh, the number of people that want to go and travel. M maybe not now, but maybe a few months from now, when which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, now is actually also a great time for a land tour. So land tours is basically... You know, I, I use that to kind of basically focus on any sort of land-based trip experience. You can kind of put in excursions in that. Uh, excursions are a type of land tour, but I'm more so thinking about multi-day experiences, maybe out to the U.S. West to visit some of our nation's amazing wonders in the national parks or a ski trip or something of that nature, a trip to the mountains, uh, maybe a train tour. Tour Amtrak does some amazing train tours, by the way. Uh, that is a pretty neat way to get around our country and see some pretty amazing sights. Um, and, you know, lots of people love going to the beach, maybe just renting a condo or, or house for a bit. I mean, it's just a great time to get out and explore. Get out explore the region of the country that you're in. You know, just go on Google, TripAdvisor, whatever it is. Call me, <laughs> uh, text me, message me on Facebook. I would love to help you get to know the area that you live, especially if you're new to it and you want to find out more of what there is to do, see, and experience. Uh, where I am in, in northern Alabama, there are lots of amazing places to go and hike and see. Even in my own like city where I am, there are lots of <clears throat> kind of preserves that have been set aside and land trust and whatnot for us to see and uh, just some really cool places to go. It doesn't mean you have to break the bank and go on a super luxurious thing, but, you know, there's some places and cool things to get out and go do that you can do safely. Uh, many international land tours have been on, put on hold right now, so why not get out and explore your own backyard? Uh, there's a lot to see and experience in our own country, and there are some safe ways to experience it all. I know many people that are exploring parts of their uh, their their locale that uh, that are within driving distance. So uh, there are lots of different things to, to check out for sure. So tonight, wrapping up, uh, at, at the end of the day, it is all up to you and what you feel comfortable with. I never want anyone to feel uncomfortable or pressured, but I also don't want people to feel like there are no options. If you don't feel comfortable traveling right now, consider at least booking a trip now. 
Uh, right now, you can get some great deals on cruises and some all-inclusives all the way into 2022. In some cases, a little bit beyond that. Uh, when most folks are planning for travel, they want good choices, they want a good deal, and they want a good fallback plan uh, just in case. All three of those things are present now. So if you're dreaming about that next trip or you're on the fence about it, I would love to chat with you and, uh, and help you think about your choices. So last, but certainly not least, in the beginning of November, I started something called 20 More in 2020. And that was just sort of, for me, I thought an ambitious goal that I did not, honestly, to be honest, I did not think would happen. Um, but I just, why not set a big, hairy, audacious goal or a BHAG, as some people call it, see if we can reach it. And so 20 more trips booked in, booked in 2020 between November and December. I wanted to end the year on a high note, uh, kind of for myself and my, for my family. And lo and behold, I discovered people wanted to travel. Um, and so I started booking some trips, and here we are as of this moment right now. I have booked 18 as of 18 out of 20 trips, uh, the, kind of reaching towards my goal. So I've got two more. If we do book two more trips, I'm going to do a live drawing for a $50 gift card on January the 1st right here on Facebook Live. Uh, and the way you are entered into that is if you have had a trip booked, for future travel, so a new booking for future travel in November uh, or December. So that travel could be in November or December, but it would have had to have been booked in November or December. You don't have to have traveled in those two months, but uh, it has to have been booked in those two months, if that makes sense. Uh, so and the deposit has to have been uh, put down for that. So if you have any questions about that, love to talk to you. I have a strong feeling that I may hit that 20 mark here in the next couple of days. If for some reason we hit 30, I'm going to double the amount of that gift card to $100 just because, you know, I want to be generous uh, going into this new year and I figured that'd be a cool way to, to start it off. So if you are thinking about booking some travel in 2021 or beyond, uh, please look me up. I would love to talk to you and would love to get you entered to win in this contest that we're kind of running here. So it's been a lot of fun to do that. So as I mentioned, this is my last live podcast for 2020. The next time you see me, we will be live uh, in another year, hopefully a year full of hope, a year full of travel dreams to uh, you know be accomplished and be realized. And oh, by the way, and on January 12th, my second episode of 2021, we'll be doing a live Travel Tips Tuesday from Central Florida, probably Walt Disney World, most likely. So there it is. I'd love to help you reach your travel goals for 2021. Uh, I've kind of given you my real personal take on a lot of it tonight, uh, but there's a lot of information coming out every day. Uh, new information that's being released by a number of the different travel vendors, uh, a number of the different professional associations that we follow. I will never intentionally speculate to try and lead you astray. I will give you as matter of fact information as possible. And if I'm going to give you my opinion, I will let you know that it's my opinion. So I'd love to talk to you if you have any more questions about planning a future trip. So I'll leave you with this. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Have a great rest of your holiday season and a wonderful close to 2020. Travel well and be safe. And we will see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.